BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. What's up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Confessions of a Server podcast. I'm your host, Quaylon Harris, the mind behind Confessions of a Server, where you can find all my funny and relatable videos, memes, and restaurant content on Facebook by searching Confessions of a Server or on Instagram, Confessions of underscore a Server. So on this week's episode, let's, let's talk about the untouchable. Those people in the restaurant who we probably shouldn't talk about because they're the ones who control our schedule, control what section we get, when we're going to get cut. Yep, we're going to talk about managers and relationships that managers have with their staff, so on and so forth. I've had a lot of great managers and I've had a lot of horrible managers in my times working. One of the stories y'all have already heard uh, if you haven't, go back and listen to uh, a few episodes ago where I talked about my manager who was racist and said really racist things and eventually got fired but wasn't going to get fired. Um, but, you know, other than that, I've had, I'm probably like 50-50 with my managers. Uh, yes, I have some really good ones, some really bad ones. I don't know. We'll, we'll get into that later. So this episode is going to be a little bit different format. I'm still going to give you a mini rant, but I'm also going to talk about what I think makes a good manager, what it's like having me as your server if you're a manager, and also my favorite prank that I ever pulled on a manager. So with that being said, let's hop into this mini rant. Ah! Dear managers, please stop overworking and undervaluing your best employees. Because if you keep doing that, those best employees are eventually going to leave and you're going to be left screwed with those employees who you did not push harder to do better. Just because we can doesn't mean that we always want to. For example, if you have a server who can take three to four tables outside of their section, that doesn't mean that they want to do it every single time the restaurant gets busy. If you have a line cook that can hold the line down for an extended time, it doesn't mean that he or she wants to do it every single day for lunch. I had a line cook. He would kill it from one to three by himself, but he would get stressed because he had no help. 
either the manager would be out talking to people um, or in the office. And all they had to do was just schedule another line cook to be there for him. He would complain. Yes, but I would, too, if I had that stress on me every single day. So managers, stop overworking your best employees and start expecting more out of those employees who don't come in and work as hard. I know I've been there. I've been that server that is constantly getting asked to pick up multiple tables outside of my section. When I have a full section, I go back, I have nine tables and I look and someone else only has one or two and they're sitting there playing on their phones. That should never ever happen. And yes, I know I'm not alone. I know that there are other people out there that do it. And I understand that sometimes that means you're going to get more money. But me personally, I rather have four or five tables that I can handle and give great service to instead of nine where I'm handling it, but I might be stressed. I might be forgetting some things. Spread those tables out amongst everyone and demand more from those servers, from those line cooks, from those other people on the the staff who do not work as hard. So managers, once again, stop overworking your best employees and start valuing them more and keeping them happy because those are the ones who are going to make sure the people who come into your restaurant, these guests who come into your restaurants are going to be taken care of and the rest of the staff is going to be cool. So one thing that I get asked pretty frequently is what do I think makes a good manager? Now, I will start this off with saying I do have a year and a half experience being a manager. (laughs) I don't think I was the best because now that I look back on it, I see there's a lot of things that I could have done differently that probably would have helped motivate the staff that I was overseeing and make the restaurant a little bit more successful. But 11 years working with other managers, I do know some things that worked and that did not work. Before I get into this, I do want to shout out all the great managers that I did work at. There are a handful of managers that even right now, if they were to call me and tell me that they wanted me to come and work for them, I would definitely drop everything I was doing just so I can work with them because I knew that one, they took care of their staff and they always had their staff's best interest at the forefront of their mind when they're talking to guests, dealing with higher ups, owners, corporate, things of that nature. So that's where I'm going to start this off with. The first thing I think goes into being a good manager is always having your staff's best interests as one of the main things that you want to work for. When you're dealing with unruly guests, when you are dealing with other staff members, when you are dealing with just the day-to-day operations, you always want to make sure that your guest or your um, staff, excuse me, is taken care of. What's the saying? Happy life, ha- happy wife, happy life, happy spouse, happy house. Same thing applies. If your staff is happy, they're going to take care of the guests. They're going to take care of the restaurant. And they're essentially going to take care of you and want to go above and beyond. The second thing that I say makes a really good manager is being able to communicate and communicate well. You have to know how to communicate with multiple people because you're not going to have the same kind of people on your staff. 
You're going to have different races, different genders, different people who are coming from different backgrounds, different demographics. So being able to communicate and not come off as fake, that's the big one. Not coming off fake makes a really good manager. Um, And I think the last one is to have fun, but have fun in your own way. Um, well, I want to say that's the last one because I just thought of something else. But having fun is going to make sure everyone else around you is having fun. And that's going to want to make for your servers, your cooks, your dishwashers to come into work because they know that you're not going to come in being super stressful, always yelling, being a pain to work for. But you actually want to make a fun work environment. And the one thing that I did just come up with, I did just think about is not being a pushover and being able to say no. I think that that is very important when uh, being a good manager, not being a pushover with your staff, like so they know that you're, you are you might be cool, you might be someone who wants to have fun, but they're not going to take advantage of you. And being able to say no to guests, your staff is going to respect you a lot more when they know that they can send you out to their table and it's not going to be, yes, guests, whatever you want, guests. Yes, we're going to do this for you. But you will actually say sometimes to the guests, I'm sorry, you're in the wrong. No, we're not going to let you treat our staff that way. So those are just a few things that I feel like make a good manager, but like always, I want to hear from y'all. So make sure you DM me on Facebook or Instagram. And you can also send me an email, confessionsofaserver at gmail.com. And I want to hear from you. If you are a manager, what are some things that work for you? Um, But if you're just a server, bartender, cook, what do you feel like are some things that make a good manager? And like always, when I make the post saying that this episode is up, I will put it so you can answer the question in my comments below. So yeah, let me know what y'all think makes a good manager. When coming up with different topics and subjects to talk about with this episode, I thought it'd be kind of cool if I give you all a little insight about me and what it's like to be a manager somewhere that I would work at. <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you, I could be the greatest employee that you're ever going to have, and I could be the worst employee that you can ever have from the manager standpoint. Now, I will always take care of my guests. I will always make sure that I'm doing the right job. I'm doing the right thing. You will never have to worry about your job or the restaurant's well-being while I am a server because I know that this is how, not only how I pay my bills, but you as a manager, this is how you pay your bills as well. But with that being said, There are some managers that I have, I don't want to say tortured, but I just, so how can I explain this the best? Like if, if you knew the kind of person that I am, the kind of server that I am, I like to have fun. I like to joke. I like to laugh. I like to just come in and make sure everyone around me is having a good time. Some managers don't pick up on my jokes 
don't pick up on my sense of humor, my style, or just don't think I'm funny, which is fine. Not everyone has to think that I'm funny, but those are the managers who they just treat me mean or they have their guard up the whole entire time. And I'm kind of like a shark. If I smell blood, I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep seeing which buttons I could push to try to break you. (laughs) I know it's not the best. I know it's not the best, but it's humor to me. It's entertainment for me. I've had, I've had GMs, I've had proprietors pull me aside, send me down multiple times. Hey, so-and-so manager uh, is intimidated by you. Oh, this manager says that you're mean to them. Oh, this manager says this. And my first thing in my mind is you're a manager. You should not be scared to talk to your staff. If you feel like I'm mean to you, Tell me I'm mean to you and I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop messing with you. I'm going to stop having fun. You should not be intimidated by one of your employees, especially when you know that I am just having fun. I am having a good time. I, I, yeah. I mean, and then there are some managers that, yes, I did not get along with, that I was not having a good time, that I would legitimately just be mean to. I've gotten to yelling matches. I've gotten to screaming matches with managers before where I had other managers have to tell me to leave the kitchen, to calm me down. And eventually I got sent home for the day, which was completely fine because it was a slow day anyways. And I wanted to go home, but, but that's beside the point. Um, but if you are a manager who knows that I'm cool I'm not going to be, I'm not ill will. I don't mean any harm by any of my jokes. We're going to get along perfectly. And those are the managers. You could ask any of my managers who I still keep in contact with today. I will go above and beyond. I will break my back. I would do whatever I can just to make sure you look good as a manager. Flip it on the other side. If you're a manager that thinks that I mean, I'm rude and stuff, I will throw you under the bus quick. <laughs> I will straight up tell my table like, yo, my bad. My manager's in the back and I can't find them. So I can't get this taken off for you. So that if a table's having a problem, it doesn't look like it's my problem because my manager's not doing their job. Or if corporate comes in and asks questions, which I've done before, what do you feel about this manager? Yeah, they're not good. They they like this skill, this skill, this skill. I would not want to promote them to a higher position because I just don't feel like they're that good. And here's the thing. Even though I was mean, I was rude to these managers and I should not have been, I was not the only person to treat these managers this way. Yes, I probably should have been more mindful having new service and stuff come in like, oh, don't treat the manager this way because they're going to follow your lead. But these managers sometimes deserved it. <laughs> they did. And it's, I, I, I just don't know. I don't know why I was always mean um, or why I could be mean. But it's just like it, it goes back to what I said before. If you did, if you knew that I was just kidding, I was just playing around that I'm there to have fun. Me and you, if you're a manager, we got along great. If you knew my personality, just sit back, relax. But when you come in, one, try to be a hard ass. Don't do that. That's the one thing that I really hate. You come in trying to be a hard ass, trying to change stuff around. Don't do that. 
or if you're just come in, you're intimidated, I'm going to, or you're a pushover, I'm going to take advantage of that. I am. Um, what are some other things that I've had managers who, if they would ask me to pick up tables, it was automatically a no. The manager's working on the schedule and you ask me to come in on a day off? Absolutely not. They would have to send managers that knew I liked or GMs that I liked to ask me to pick up shifts and stuff because they knew that I would tell them no. (laughs) So if a future manager out there that I might work for in the future is listening, I'm not a bad guy to have on your staff. I'm a very hardworking server. Just know I like to have fun. And once you know that, we will get along great. Pranking managers is just something that I like to do. Like I said, I like to have fun, but the best pranks are the ones that I pull on the managers that don't like me or who are just like really soft, really sensitive. So as I was sitting here thinking about which pranks I was going to tell, I first came up with the one that I've told multiple times on my page. I may have told him in an episode. How can I not remember if I said it in an episode yet? I'm only 15 episodes into this podcast. (laughs) And I can't remember the stories I've told you. I need to stop drinking. Um, But that one was, uh, if you've been rocking with me for a while, you know, the prank with the Diet Cokes. So we have one real soft manager, like me and my coworkers used to try and make this guy cry on the daily. Like every time he came in, we were trying to make him cry and he was a manager. So this time we didn't even mean for this prank to happen. It just kind of happened organically. He came into the server alley. There was a Coke or a Diet Coke. I think it was a Diet Coke just sitting there. Someone made one, just put it down, whatever, walked away. He got so angry that this Diet Coke was there. And I guess that this was when he was going to try to flex his muscle and yell at the servers, stop leaving Diet Coke's laying around, just walk it over. And he walks over to a dish tank and puts it up there. So my other coworker saw him do this. And as soon as the manager left the kitchen, he got another Diet Coke and sat it down in the same exact spot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the manager saw it and he got mad again and eventually it turned into me and three other co-workers getting Diet Cokes and just placing them strategically around the server alley. So there was like at one point in time, I'm pretty sure there was like five or six Diet Cokes like at different spots. So when he would like walk down the aisle, he would just see Diet Cokes just all sitting around <laughs> That was probably my favorite prank we ever pulled on a manager. But my other story, I don't know if it was more, it wasn't a prank, but it was something that I got away with that was really funny and it made my manager really upset, even though it was his fault. It was uh, 4th of July, I'm pretty sure. It was some kind of holiday that people were out celebrating, having fun, and the restaurant was super slow. I was supposed to work a double. But my manager came back and was like, Q, you're cut at the end of the first uh, part of my double. And I'm like, oh, okay. So me being the good, responsible server that I am, I said, no, I'm supposed to be a double. You're supposed to cut someone else. I am staying for my entire shift. Psych. 
I cashed out all my tables, got my reading, and got the hell out of that restaurant. I did not say nothing. No one knew that I was supposed to be a double. I got out that restaurant, went home, showered, met up with some friends, and started drinking. An hour later, my manager calls me. He's like, you were supposed to be a double. And I said, yeah, I know. Well, then why'd you leave? Because you cut me. Well, you need to come back. We're starting to get busy. I knew that they weren't. He was just saying that. We're starting to get busy and we need you here. Sorry, I've already been drinking, so I can't come back to work. <laughs> it made him so mad. It's a different manager than the, the, the Diet Coke manager. It's a different manager. But it made him so mad. Well, why did you do that? That's so irresponsible of you. And he started like yelling at me, like on the phone. And after he got done yelling, oh, so irresponsible of you. You knew you had to work, blah, 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 blah. Like berating me like if I was his kid or something. After he's done, I'm like, you done? You done yelling yet? And he was like, yeah. What do you have to say for yourself? I said, well, it's kind of irresponsible for you because you didn't pay attention to the time card or the player card. And you knew that if you would have, if you would just looked at that, you would have known that I was supposed to work a double. So it's your fault we're in this situation right now. So if you would have been more responsible and paid attention, we wouldn't be having this conversation, right? He hung up on me. <laughs> he hung up on me and did talk to me like for two or three more shifts after that. The only thing he would say, he wouldn't even tell me when I was cut. He would just like write my name on the board because we did have like a little cut list and he would just like write my name on the board. He wouldn't talk to me. I would ask him for stuff. He would just like go out to my tables. He wouldn't do it. If they needed something taken off, he would just do it. Yeah, it was, it was so funny. <laughs> but that's probably one of my favorite, like proudest things I've got away with was I dodged a shift and got drunk and then made my manager so mad that he hung up on me. I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode of Confessions of a Server podcast. One thing I do want to say real quick, there was one key thing that I forgot to mention that I feel like makes a great manager and that's listening, listening to like when your staff and stuff are trying to give you advice and trying to help out and being able to know when they're being serious. So one quick story, when I was worked at a new restaurant that was very new, brand new in my city, we were open for, we opened up for Memorial Day. It was either Memorial Day or Veterans Day. And they were giving away food for veterans. So, yeah, it must have been Veterans Day. Um, they were giving away food, free food, free meals for veterans. But it's a burger and a pizza joint. And we were opening up at 10 a.m. We had five or six places that served brunch. I was also giving away free food. So the whole week I'm telling them we don't need a full staff on when we open it up at 10 because no one's going to want to come in here and get a burger. We literally had 20 servers on at 10 o'clock in the morning and from 10 to 12 we had three guests 
And the whole thing, and the whole time I was just telling my manager, like, look, I was telling y'all this this entire time. I've worked in this area for, at this time, eight years. I worked in this area for eight years. I know the clientele. I know that they're not going to come in and want to eat a burger and a pizza at 10 o'clock in the morning, especially with other restaurants around. We didn't need all this. And my manager that I was talking to got so mad. Well, you don't have to be an a-hole about it and rub it in our face. But that's the kind of person I am. If I am telling you something and you're not listening to me and I'm trying to help you out so you don't look stupid, just fucking listen to me. It trusted me. And I know that you always have to make sure you staff for the business that you want and stuff. But yeah, that's another thing that I say will make a good server or a good manager is if you're listening to your servers and your staff. With that being said... I want to go on and say thank you once again for listening. Like always, you can DM me, reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, or my emails. Please do. I want to hear some of the pranks that you've pulled on your managers, what you think makes a good manager. And, you know, tell me some good stories about some great managers that y'all had as well. I will make sure to read those on a future episode because I really didn't tell stories about great managers. I do have some that I can tell. And I will tell that in a future episode. All right. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Peace out.